welcome back. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Oh my gosh, I don't know about you all, but I'm in Northern California and it has gotten quite chilly here. Uh, I guess we are entering that time of year again, right? So since the inception of this podcast, there's been a number of episodes where I have referenced the um, term, the six human needs, but I haven't spent a whole lot of time sharing and deep diving into them, which seems like it's the perfect time to dedicate it in this episode. And I know that may sound not real exciting, but let me ask you, have you ever wondered how is it that one person will sacrifice their own life for another while another person will murder a stranger for sheer pleasure? What creates a Nelson Mandela or a Charles Manson, a Jeffrey Dahmer or John F. Kennedy? a Unabomber, or Martin Luther King. Let's talk about that today, but before we do, let me introduce myself. Hi there. My name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I'm a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the Inner Critic Tamer. And I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have survived things perhaps we don't necessarily like to talk about, but we want to do better for ourselves because we know that it ultimately impacts our kids and their kids to come. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I'd like to say, undo that crap that happened to you and continues to maybe keep you somewhat stuck and teach you how to heal from it in order to live the vibrant life that yes, you were designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to be talking about the six human needs, the core needs that drive every decision you make. Do you ever wonder why we do the things we do? I know I'm ridiculously obsessed with trying to understand that and learn about it and observe it. Why is it that we measure success and value by attention and status, yet frown upon complacency? What force drives and shapes all of our emotions, actions, quality of life, and ultimately our destinies? No matter who you are in the world or what you do, there's a common force that's driving and shaping all of our emotions and actions. It determines the quality of our lives and ultimately, as I said, our destinies. The universal force is human need. Regardless of who we are, our backgrounds, our professions, our religion, race, or creed, we are all driven, day after day, to fulfill primal needs that have been encoded in our nervous systems over centuries. Although each of us is a unique and special soul, we're all wired in a very much the same way. There are six human needs, 
fundamentally dry, driven within each one of us that compel us forward in a quest to experience a life of meaning. There is no conscious effort necessary, kind of like breathing, right? That's not something that we consciously do. Our will to satisfy these primal needs is automatic, just like breathing, just like blinking. You don't think about blinking, right? All dysfunctional behaviors arise from the inability to consistently meet these core needs. But people's needs aren't just behind the bad decisions we make. They're also behind all of the great things humans accomplish. Understanding your own needs and psychology can not only help you avoid toxic behaviors and habits, but can also help you achieve your goals. So how do we develop our core needs? Each of us is unique and shaped by our individual life events and corresponding emotions. Many of our deepest needs are developed in childhood. Is it any wonder when people enter into therapy, counseling, those kinds of things, that it often takes us back down a journey of our childhood, not as a way that we blame people, but as a way to understand how we perceived, how we thought, how we developed as a result of those early formative years. When our minds are taking in all of the information that we can, this information, whether positive or negative, creates our beliefs and values. And those create our entire world. It's even been proven that stress in childhood has lasting effects on brain chemistry and development. Each of us prioritizes our needs differently. And our decisions are based on which needs we put first. With the six human needs, we are deep-seated, right? Remember that your past is not your future unless you decide to live there. I want to repeat that again. Your past is not your future unless you decide, choose to live there. You can choose to fulfill your needs in a healthy way as well as bring balance to your life by developing your ability to fulfill all your needs equally. So what are these six human needs? Number one, certainty. We like assurance that either we can avoid pain or gain pleasure, right? We like the sense of security, stability. Number two, uncertainty or variety. The need for the unknown change, new stimuli. Look, we all like a little bit of spontaneity and surprise when it's something that we are prepared for or excited about. Breaking down on the freeway or having a flat tire and rush hour traffic is not necessarily the kind of uncertainty that we're looking for. But an unexpected call or running into an old friend or something, that's unexpected out of the normal routine of your day. That is 
something we look forward to. Number three is significance. We like feeling unique and important or valuable, special, or needed. Number four, connection, love. A strong feeling of closeness or union with someone or something. When we say love, it's not necessarily like that romantic love or your parent-child love. It's it's more of a, a, a deeper connection to other souls. Number five, growth and expansion of capacity, capability or understanding. There's some that just like to continue to grow and learn new things, experience new things. It doesn't have to be uh, that you just go jet-setting around the world, although you could. Maybe it's a matter of trying new foods, driving to new locations. It doesn't have to be, you know, extreme, yet we as a species think about it if you never grew beyond being an infant what would your life look like today you chose to continue to grow number seven is contribution a sense of service and focus on helping giving and supporting others very very at least it's been in my experience in witnessing very successful people who've reached a certain level in their life whether that be an academia goal or a financial goal or I don't know personal relationship goal health and fitness goal it seems like once we reach those certain areas of our lives we then find more joy more happiness more reward when we are then contributing and sharing with others to help others along their way as well now everyone ranks these human needs that I just shared with you differently and the way they are ranked explain why you are the way you are as a person the top four needs which I'll tell you those again were certainty uncertainty significance and connection or love these top four needs shape your personality while the last two growth and contribution shape your spiritual needs so people's needs can be met in a variety of ways we seek fulfillment through our relationships through careers personal interest and more and so here's some more on the basic human needs. I want to go down a little bit further in this for you. So let's talk about certainty. Everybody wants stability about their basic necessities, such as food, shelter, and other material resources, clothing, those things. When people cannot control their physical circumstances, they may seek certainty through a state of mind such as spiritual faith or having a positive outlook if certainty is one of your core needs you need to feel secure and safe about the future when you receive positive recognition it may be accompanied by a need for certainty that the recognition is authentic and will continue in order to live a life filled with certainty, your life has to stay the same, a nearly impossible expectation to fulfill.
So you artificially control your environment by changing your expectations or by avoiding new situations or people. This process provides you with assurance that your actions will either avoid pain or gain pleasure, which then fulfills the basic human need for certainty. So how to tell if certainty is one of your core needs? How would you know? You are trustworthy and always do what you say you'll do. You enjoy planning, thrive on a schedule, and are very organized. You're hesitant to take risk and have new experiences. You may fall into addictive or obsessive behaviors. So how do we fulfill a need for certainty? Find activities that you enjoy, but that will also push you just a little bit outside your comfort zone. Not nearly very much, just enough to make it pleasurable. You incorporate healthy and empowering routines into your life. Give back to others to promote growth and contribution in a consistent way. So let's talk about uncertainty or variety. People have a need to change their state, to exercise their body and emotions. Therefore, they seek variety through a number of means. So stimuli, change of scene, physical activity, maybe mood swings, entertainment, food, etc. Though it's important to understand the beauty of uncertainty, those who experience this as one of their top basic human needs can take it to an extreme. They engage in frequent job or relationship changes for the sake of variety or take unnecessary risks to achieve that adrenaline jolt they crave. However, if uncertainty is one of your top six human needs, you will be unafraid of taking risk and will not avoid new situations or people. So how to tell if variety is one of your core needs? You're generally outgoing and like meeting new people. You're always willing to do something new and have many interests. You can be unfocused and lack planning skills and perhaps push people away in relationships. So how to fulfill a need of uncertainty or variety? Feed your mind regularly with a variety of new information. Switch up your exercise routine. Eat new foods and maybe even take classes or workshops on new and to meet new people. Learn new things. Learn how to ignite passion in your life and your relationships. All right, let's go to significance. Everybody needs to feel special and important in some way. People will seek significance through obtaining recognition from others or from themselves. When people feel insignificant, they may make themselves feel significant by getting mad, getting angry. They may also meet their needs paradoxically by having others recognize the significance of their insignificance 
or the size and complexity of their problems. It's important to remember that for some, helplessness is powerful. This would be somebody who settles in the role of being a victim of their life. If significance is among the top two of your six human needs, then part of meeting that need includes receiving recognition. This translates into a desire to be seen, heard, and listened to. In short, you want to be noticed. You want to feel like you're visible. You measure significance by what you believe makes you unique compared to everyone else around you. Recognition provides you with a sense of validation that makes you feel seen, special, and or even needed. Recognition is a major driving force behind human behavior because it provides us with a measurement system to analyze and track our significance. Recognition is also an extremely important part of keeping up employee productivity. How many times have you worked for an employer where they never give you any recognition or the only recognition they ever gave anybody was how terrible that you're doing? But those companies who actually have probably long employee retention are the ones that recognize and validate their employees for their, for their work, their value. Those who don't devise a positivity, positive way to feel significant may end up taking drastic measures to make themselves feel good, like turning to alcohol or engaging in frequent arguments, you know, triggering people just to argue with them. Others surround themselves with people that they view as less skilled or accomplished to provide contrast to their own achievements. And I know that when that gets out of balance, those would be the people that are always trying to either pump themselves up by putting other people down or are constantly bragging about how awesome they are. Either scenario can result in increased significance, but neither behavior is particularly healthy. So how to tell if significance is one of your core needs. Now I'll remind you, all of these are a core need of humans. It's whether or not they are balanced or imbalanced. You can see just by some of this I'm sharing with you, you can see where some of the imbalance could happen. Maybe not even in yourself. Sometimes it's harder to see the stuff in ourselves that get out of balance but we certainly can see it in others, can't we? So let's talk about how to tell if significance is one of your core needs. You're highly driven to be successful and love setting and reaching goals. You're committed to a cause or maybe even several causes. Others tell you that you stand out. You can be overly competitive, perfectionistic, and dare I say, maybe even dramatic. So how to fulfill a need for significance? Consider channeling your competitive nature into healthy activities by learning a new sport or skill, or yes, by even volunteering. 
Work on your people skills to become a more well-rounded leader. Commit to total mastery of your profession or career. Look, leaders are the ones that are willing to walk alongside you, not just tell you what to do. So let's go to connection and love now. Humans need to feel connected with someone or something, a person, an idea, a value, a habit, or a sense of identity. Connection may take the form of love or merely of intense engagement. For example, one can feel connected by means of an aggressive interaction. You know, whether you're sitting around laughing together or sometimes, I mean, you've probably seen those movies where you see a couple just arguing and it's really intense. And the next thing you know, they're kissing and they can't keep their hands off one another. There's, that's connection. I don't know that I would necessarily encourage that's the only way you have a healthy relationship is by getting into an intense argument with one another. Anyhow. If connection and love is your top basic need, you are constantly seeking out a close relationship with someone or something. You truly understand that love wakes you up to the gift of life. People need love. Period. Plain and simple. And I know if you have not already heard, there were studies I remember hearing years ago where they were taking infants as a study and the infants that had a caregiver or someone that came and touched them, held them, hugged them, talked to them, thrived and excelled much faster and even life-sustaining with that as opposed to the ones that were left unattended to, attended to the very basic needs, but not, not made to feel significant, not felt that touch, not felt, you know, hearing, seeing, nothing. And you can only imagine what that was like. People need love, and this can lead to some incredibly fulfilling relationships. Again, it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be. But it can also cause you to sacrifice self-care in order to take care of others or maintain a partnership. So how to tell if connection is one of your core needs? Loyalty and generosity with those you love are your top values. You give freely and others find you trustworthy. You have strong social ties, but you can sometimes lose your sense of self and find it hard to say no. Again, if this is something that's out of whack, out of balance, this could lend itself to people-pleasing traits that, um, again, you lose yourself and you you don't have those boundaries of just being able to say no, you overgive. So how to fulfill a need for connection? Be willing to be vulnerable and create deeper, more meaningful friendships. Communicate your needs to your partner to improve intimacy. Achieve greater spirituality through prayer, meditation, or connecting with nature. Let's talk about growth. 
everything in the universe is either growing or dying. There is no other alternative. People are not spiritually satisfied unless their capacities are expanding. Those who foremost core need is growth are always striving to be better and learn more. They are very good at their jobs, but tend to move on quickly as soon as they believe they've reached their full potential. Though their constant striving for betterment ensures they will never be bored. They can err on the side of perfectionism and neglect the rest and relaxation they need to keep stress levels manageable. So how to tell if growth is one of your core needs? You're always pushing boundaries, both your own and those set for you by others and by society. You're very independent and not attached to material things. You may find it hard to connect with others and move on too quickly from relationships. So how do we fulfill a need for growth? Develop your growth mindset even further by challenging yourself to not only learn, but truly master a difficult skill. Don't forget emotional and spiritual growth. Examine your limiting beliefs. Learn to control your emotions and maybe even consider taking up meditation or prayer or just time being alone and quiet. Sometimes when we're always going, 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 growing, 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 we're not actually taking time to reground, recenter, get focused. And that can also be a great way from avoiding uh, unnecessary feelings that you, you're choosing not to deal with. So let's talk about contribution. Just as people cannot survive without others contributing in some way to their welfare, think about it, no baby grew up on its own. They cannot be spiritually fulfilled unless they are contributing to others as well. The secret to living is giving, and those who experience contribution as one of their top six human needs know this better than anyone. If you have a need to contribute, you will likely make a big difference in your community. However, you can lose sight of the fact that giving begins at home and neglect those closest to you as you change the world. So how to tell if contribution is your core need? You're an extremely empathic and compassionate person. You enjoy giving back and sharing what you have. You want to leave a legacy. Yet you may burn out easily or be taken advantage of by others. So how to fulfill a need of, for contribution? Giving back is the best way to fulfill this need. Don't just join a volunteer group. Start your own. The closer the cause is to your heart, the more fulfilling you will feel. Is it any wonder there's people like, I don't know, Tony Robbins, when I think of what he has achieved based on growing up in a household that was 
anything like his lifestyle now, you know, didn't have food and, you know, abusive uh, family background and all of those things. And the thing that he most remembers about that time period was being hungry. And so as he has built his life around teaching others how to, you know, grow and deal with, you know, uh, beliefs and business and relationships and all of those things, one of the things that he's been the biggest proponent about is feeding the hungry. You know, there was a time, several times throughout his life where he didn't have money for food, but now that he's in a position to do that, he makes it his mission. And I mean, he's in his 60s, which isn't old, but I don't see that man stopping contributing to the world and to society until probably the last day he takes a breath here on earth. Not because he has to, but because it means something to him. It fits within his human needs specifically into contribution. Many of our behaviors are based on which our needs are or are not being met. Depending on which of the basic human needs are foremost in your personality, you could be spending a lot of time consciously or unconsciously meeting one or two of them. And if you don't succeed, it could negatively impact your overall sense of well-being. This is what I know about the six human needs, is if we are finding balance, making ways to make the first four be balanced, certainty, uncertainty, are we, do we feel safe, do we feel um, provided, like we can take care of ourselves, certainty. If we have some fun in our lives, if we're being able to have opportunities to do new things, meet new people, uncertainty, variety. If we are feeling valuable, if we are feeling like we are making a difference, if we feel like we're uh, contributing in some way, not necessarily contributing, but I mean, if we feel like our work's purpose is good and it's being recognized by others, like you're being, a, I don't know, that meets our significance. And Love and connection, if you have good people in your life, if you have a partner or your kids or your parents or co-workers that you just jive with really well, you're meeting those needs of connection and love. Maybe it's a pet. You know, I, I'm blessed that I have a lot of that in my life. I got my fur baby. I got my daughter. I got my family. I have amazing friends and those that I know I haven't even met yet that are encapsulate the existence of my world. And I'm very grateful for that. Get those four basic human needs dialed in your life and you'll want to grow. You'll want to do more, be more, have more. You'll want to give back because there's nothing that feels better than when you know that you are able to do that. 
knowing which of your six human needs is your primary driver and how this affects your ability to connect with others and develop healthy relationships is crucial to your understanding of what fuels you. It can also help you better understand and manage triggers and to be in charge of your own emotions. By better understanding which of the basic human needs is your driving force, you can set your goals for yourself and implement positive behaviors to help you achieve those goals. Understanding these needs and which ones you want to meet in any given moment can help you embrace the power of growth and create new patterns that lead to lasting fulfillment. If you have found this helpful or know someone who could use a little extra support along the way, I'm going to encourage you to share this podcast. And I'm also going to encourage you to please follow it, you know, so that you can get a weekly dousing of whatever topics we talk about. They're all mindset geared around to help you get through your week, your month, your year, whatever it may be. Maybe it's your day. And if you would like to get in touch with me, I'd like to be able to give you some ways to do that. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.